Thank you, this is Cabinet Comics, and I'm your host, John Clark. And with me, as not always, but always... Yeah, I've been downgraded. A pleasure. Significantly. Yes, because he works 48-hour shifts now. Yeah, pretty Steve, much. Stephen Brown is with us. Hi, hi, uh, hi. Licensed fireman. Are you licensed? You're certified? You're registered? Where oh, are you? What are certified, they called? I think. All it's right. like a certification, Certi- I think. Certified <laughs> firefighter. <laughs> Stephen Brown is here. And we hi. we don't... Yeah, we don't see we don't see enough for Steven. But this week, the Hasbro announced their newest Haslab, and as soon as I saw it, I sent it right to Steven because Steven was my litmus test. Now, if you recall, going back years, first they did the Sentinel, and I went crazy for the Sentinel, and you yeah. did not buy the Sentinel. I but then the next year they did Galactus and Galactus was like, is over, is like over three feet tall. And he came with the yes. silver surfer and Nova. Like three and, other characters, different heads. He lights up. Yeah. He was, he was so good that you were not a firefighter and you paid me in installments. <laughs> Yeah, that's also, that's always like the qualification I make with this thing is I could not have afforded Galactus in the tax bracket I was in prior to working three jobs. So it's like um, the payment plan helped. It was a very, you know what I mean? I had a very, it was good opportunity. Well, look at it this way. It's now two years later and you can't afford the secondary market price of Galactus with the tax bracket you're now in. Yeah, so what is the secondary market? Like, is uh, he really, like, he's going crazy on... Last I saw, I'm going to look this up live. Because yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious. So, for people last that don't I know... Last I saw, he had gone up to $800. And we, we... Oh, wow, that's awesome. Okay. So, yeah, for people that don't know the HasLab, it's like kind of like, what do you call it, like a Kickstarter? You bid... Yeah, it's like an internal Kickstarter. X amount they, of backers. They originally started it with um, Star Wars. So, the first yeah, one they... of ever, course. Well, somebody wants $5,000 for it right now, but they're not going to get it. No. Uh, they, I think there's one going for four fifty now, but there's still bids being taken. Uh, five nineteen. That's not too bad. So I think it's starting to come down a bit. But they originally did it with Star Wars. The first thing they ever did was the Jabba Sail Barge. And in fact, one of the designers right now for Hasbro um, is raffling it off on his Instagram because uh, he just reached... 20,000 followers. So he's like, hey, thank everybody. You guys can have my personal Java sale barge. And we'll raffle it off and we'll give them money. It did get released, right? They didn't raise enough. No, it did. It did get released. Oh, it did. They actually manufactured this thing. That's Yes. And it was like three and a half feet long. It was for the three and three quarter scale, like the classic. Oh, okay. It wasn't. I thought it was a six inches. I thought this was the thing you had to put on a a pallet to get to your house. No, they did try to do a six inch scale Rancor, and that did not happen. Oh, that's the one that failed. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, the one that's kind of crazy. The Rancor you think would succeed. Well, for the most part, they've stuck. Star Wars is stuck with ships. They just did the Ghost, which was the the ship from Star Wars Rebels, and that did really well. Okay. Uh, and before, that is, those ships are for the three and three quarter. For the three and three quarter, but they're completely in scale. So they're all kind of like that huge Millennium Falcon they did. Okay. Um, so they're like way bigger than anything they could ever sell at Target. And then uh, the year before that, they did the Razor Crest, the Mandalorian ship. Um, that the one that got blown up. It got blown up the week before it was released. <laughs> I was so angry that went immediately know, to Mr. That Green. Is, that is awesome. He sold it did in you a. You ba- take it in. You took it in. You I took it in, it in the shipping box. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
I was like, that's it. I don't even collect that scale, but I was like, it seems cool. Um, So as I said, the ghost just finished. Now, Marvel has announced their newest one, and I wanted to get your opinion of it. So after Galactus, last year, they tried something that failed. And uh, that was very evident in the announcement for this, because last year they tried the modern Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider with the car. And it it was $300 yeah. for like one figure with a car. <laughs> a fucking car. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of looked like a Trans Am. It wasn't, it wasn't like the Batmobile. Uh, although yeah, people. I mean, it's not a bad, it's like a cool that they want to try to do a car that a six inch figure can fit in. But here's the thing. Like, I don't know. They keep trying to, every couple years they come out with like a new character and then they get like real big on trying to push that character. And this new Ghost Rider is like that character. They put him on the Avengers. They made events around him and everything. They put him in they Agents made... of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what I'm saying. That he's that They put him everywhere. to, And then, you know, if people don't care. It's like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, did they even do like the original Ghost Rider on like a motorcycle that looked awesome? Yeah, they did. Okay. I, I have that. They, they did that way back in the Toy Biz days when they had big bases. The motorcycle was the base. And then a few years oh, ago, see. they did a series of motorcycles. So they did the World War II cap with a motorcycle. Oh, right. They did a Logan with a motorcycle. They did a uh, squirrel girl with a Vespa. And then yeah. they did Professor X in his floating chair. Because I think Black Widow a got a motorcycle. During Black Widow also got a motorcycle. Yeah. And then I think they redid Deadpool with the Vespa. Because it's like once they come out with a mold that they can get more than one yes. use out of, they're definitely going to. Yeah, they also um, did Cosmic Ghost Rider with like the floating ball. Uh, uh, motorcycle. Oh yeah, I the don't... future Cosmic Ghost Rider. From... Yeah, it's supposed was... to be phenomenal. I'm mean, this like a big thing. I'm ignoring. I've ne- I'm Ghost purpose. Rider I'm is so literally. Ghost yes. Rider is so far down the bench that if he's not Johnny Blaze, I have no connection. So I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I... order that one, and not many people did. Yeah, so that one failed. failed. Yeah. So and one of the big lessons they learned was not only we talked about this a lot at the time. Why are they trying to do this? Um, and it. And all, it's at the time too where McFarland is like making Batmobiles for sixty bucks. So oh wow, see, I don't even know what the competition is anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what's so crazy is that. Well, like, I got um, I got it from Mr. What Wins. scale is the McFarland Batmobiles? For I have it's six inch scale. I got the Tim Burton Batmobile. They put it out for the Flash movie because they showed it under a tarp. <laughs> that was enough for them to make it. But it, I got it from Mr. Wayne's. It was like $60. It's not completely in scale because there's no passenger seat in it. But you can fit a six-inch Batman in it. And they sold okay. it for $60. In fact, Amazon did an exclusive one with a Michael Keaton Batman for yeah. like 80 And it sold out immediately. But Marvel Legends wanted 300 for the fourth Ghost Rider. Yeah, uh, that's why I just... It's like that doesn't... Who is running... <laughs> Hasbro. Yeah, no, I, like, I have my theories of like what you know, designer came up with what because uh, it's their favorites, right? It's like you're, yeah, well, when they announced projects, it'd be when, what we would be doing if we were doing this shit. I I didn't I did notice that the designer that was constantly pushing the Ghost Rider really hard was not in this one. <laughs> so like he still yeah. works at Hasbro, but he was right. There. But he's just maybe cycled to a back office. Hey, you yeah. go. <laughs> To the drunk board, buddy. Come back out when you got some better ideas. He has to sleep in his car. <laughs> he has to sleep in that car. Uh, yeah, so they... Um, but one of the things that added insult to injury was they add the tears. And this is something 
that we talk about, you know, it's like we need 10,000 people to buy this to put it in production. Oh, but if 12,000 people buy it, we'll throw in this prefigure. And with Galactus, it was, you know, we'll give you Silver Surfer. We'll give you Nova. Um, we'll give you, we'll give you Morg with like a 90s yeah. uh, Herald. Uh, and we'll add like different faces for Galactus. Uh, we they added a Doctor Doom head because apparently there was a what if Doctor Doom became Galactus, yeah. and it was every time it added more, every time it added another two thousand buyers, they would add in another thing. Sentinel did that too. They it came with a Master Mold head, then it came with a Battle Damage head, then it came with a Battle Damage hand, and then it came with Bastion and uh, oh yeah, they started like, adding like six Operation figures. Zero Tolerance figures, Omega whatever. So for the Ghost Rider car, the tiers were Mephisto and then Goblin Queen. And people got twice as angry. Yeah, because I really wanted Mephisto. So did I. And you yeah, know I don't what? Gob- talk about Goblin Queen. Ah, uh, I wanted Goblin Queen for that era of X Men, and then also they brought her back in a Spider Man X Men crossover last year. I didn't read that crossover because again, I don't care about Goblin Queen, but I love who the idea that the clones stuck together. That yeah. Goblin Queen like corrupted Ben Riley is like a beautiful. Uh, that's such a clever thing. Like. Uh, Dan Slott did something like this in his Iron Man run, which was like, I'm going to reread, but uh, it's an omnibus now. But he did it where he put all the artificial intelligences together. Yeah, you'll so cast out the Machine Man. Yeah, together, the whole yeah. like Marvel Universe like had basically had like a, an underground bar, like the villain's bar kind of thing. Like That's like next level comic thinking. I love that shit. Yeah, I, uh, I'd say Dark Web was a good story. It wasn't a great story. The best, yeah. the best it was a good premise and it kind of did what crossovers do just bounce around with all these multiple plots. The um, best thing I'll say about it is that Ed McGinnis drew all of the amazing Spider-Man issues. Oh, so okay. Yeah. There was I'm some just really nice Spider-Man artwork. It was Spider-Man I subscribe to. So it's the only thing I read. Um, and right now, you know, Patrick Gleason and John Romita Jr. are drawing it most of the time. So the stories have been hit or miss, but the art's been fantastic. Yeah. That's how I'll take Romita on Spider-Man any day of the week. Yeah. So when, Hasbro announced that they were finally doing Mephisto and Goblin Queen, but you had to buy the car. Fans got really, really angry, and then it and it completely failed. In fact, in fact, it started to lose sales after they announced that. Oh people, no, shit! Like there was a lot of screw you. Out. Yeah, people pulled yeah, their money out. I would too. So that's basically them being like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, and personally, I was basically a Marvel Legends completist at that point. Uh, like I would sell off some old stuff, but I was buying. Pretty much yeah, everything you're putting out. Complete universe. I don't anymore. They're like I am. I am picking and choosing the Marvel Legends I get. So um, I did get. Oh, I unfortunately this is not a video podcast, but I did get Hawkeye and the Sky Cycle for Mister Wayne's last week. I also got Hawkeye and the Sky Cycle. Ah, so you have him there. Yeah, yeah I, I, got, I, I got. What's the, that? Uh, I got the Thor and Destroyer. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet, but I. Oh no, I must have because it comes with the bearded Thor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got that. Simon's and Thor. That was yes, partially the selling point. And then I didn't get every Avenger set, but I, my favorite was the Secret Wars Doctor Doom with the Monica Rambeau Captain Marvel. Yeah, that, I'm waiting like, on that still. It's so the reason all this really is coming nice. out is the 60th anniversary of the Avengers, right? So this is yes. why this specific year they're releasing a lot of this stuff. So like yeah, so the giant man surprise or announcement didn't surprise me. Cause I don't think it surprised were... anyone. I think, yeah. What surprised me is the scale. 
I I was looking at the Super Adaptoid the other day. I don't know if you got him. No, he's I haven't not, gotten him yet, but he's a 12-inch figure, isn't he? He's only 12 inches, but I thought this is I thought this was gonna be the body they were gonna give us the new giant man on. I assume they were gonna do Goliath or Giant Man or one of the versions of those characters, right. and that's the height I thought we were gonna get. Now I'm thinking that's the Clint Barton Goliath size we'll get eventually because they're going to reuse that size body it's yeah, just crazy that this one is so much i mean he's almost as tall as galactus well the it's super insane. adaptoid you remember marvel legends marvel legends every now and then will try to launch a 12 inch line which is just you know their sculpts two up and yeah. they had a captain america and i think they just reused the 12 inch captain america for super adaptoid i haven't found super Ad- adaptoid yet and he's one i'm on the fence about because he He's a super adaptoid. He begin- sucks, but he's an Avengers villain. Well, in the beginning of this year, this is Avengers and X-Men share the same anniversary year. So, which is why every now and then you get these X-Men Avengers crossovers and you don't know why. It's because yeah, they're both they celebrating. They just throw them together, yeah. Yeah, we had that that whole AVX about 10 years ago. Well, AVX was 10 years ago. It was like Bloodlines in the 90s where it's like the Avengers and the X-Men yeah. team and up. Yeah, and in the 80s, there was just and, the X-Men you know, versus the Avengers where like my yeah. was on trial. So in the beginning of the year, we got a lot of X-Men. And uh, that, I pretty much got everything of that. Like they did the Jim Lee yellow and blue. They did, uh, they did that whole team. They did Blob. They did Mojo. You know, they do a lot of the deluxe sets for this. So Avengers, they're now doing a lot of these sets. I got the uh, the Gray Hulk with Bruce Banner, which was a big set. Um, I did not get the Black Knight and Cersei. That's an Amazon exclusive. I did get that. Of course yeah, you did, because they're wearing leather jackets. Yeah, I will say the only thing that's disappointing about it is uh, they just reused the bottom for Black Knight with, like, the Buccaneer boots. And in the 90s, he switched to, like, metal boots so like knee high metal boots like every other 90s character yeah so it's like it's just kind of like from the waist up he's a different guy um but still have like the scales on his legs yeah i don't know if i can reach him without hanging well see that's 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 something that causes me concern yes he's still because as you recalled Yeah, as you recall, but the he's old... in his like '60s boots, which I love these boots. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you can't see it because this is an audio podcast. But trust me, folks, this is not accurate. And the folks at Marvel Legends are better than this. And if they listen, the, you know this is fuck fuck it. Right? I, you know what I mean? I also worry about those legs because, as you recall, the original Black Knight they did his legs they broke snapped. right off. In fact, yeah. uh, in fact, we were recording the podcast. Yours. Yes, <laughs> you broke mine, and I. I bought another one. I think I believe I bought an, a replacement because he had his uh, switchable head, and I think that and then one your broke. Kid too. broke it. Yeah, Sebastian yeah. broke it. Yeah, they use those legs for Green Goblins, and I'm so like afraid to touch them. And there's Cersei. Yeah. In, that's with as, like, as, rubbery legs. I don't know why they have these. Like, it looks like ones. it look. This is what happens when Mike Diodata wakes up in the morning. You get, I know. You get that it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I mean, they're so, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so Doctor Doom two pack I was gonna get because photons it, amazing. It's really fun, and the the Doom is really fun because uh, not only is he like, oh, it's the Mattel toy, so he's like those toy colors, but it's also it also reminded me that Secret Wars never exactly drew the toy. The yeah. the, the Mike Zek design for the armor was like the toy, but a little different. Like it didn't have it didn't have like the the square windows and the octagon chest that the toy had. So it's the first toy that actually looks like Secret Wars. And they've never done a Monica Rambo Captain yeah, Marvel. They, that was the top of my uh, wish list for Avengers for a long time was Monica Rambo Photon because 
That was like when I first started getting like back issues of Avengers, that yeah. was who was on the team. Well, the other thing about that is now if you don't count uh, Titania and Volcana, who were oh, yeah. characters they created midway through the run, we have every Secret Wars character. Yeah, uh, like Rogue is Rogue's costumes a little inaccurate because they've only made like the Australian Outback era Rogue, but yeah. we have everybody from the Secret Wars, which in Marvel Legend form. Yeah, which we didn't get with the Secret Wars toy line, and they chose the yeah, characters. You got like Falcon and Hobgoblin and shit. Like yeah, this. and Daredevil, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, Electro and Constrictor. I love that. The Secret Wars was made, the comic was made for the toy line, and then the toy line completely ignored everyone that was in the comic. I know. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like the story about making the comic is better than the comic story itself. You know what I mean? It's like, there's nothing to that story. I mean, it's cool. It's everything. You know, it's like a, it's a fine crossover or whatever, as far as these things go. It wasn't anything. It wasn't Crisis. You know what I mean? But it was just a fun, goofy thing to read. It's yeah. a great reread. It's mindless entertainment, you know. And by the way, the, um, um, the, the are you getting this... the are you getting the Squadron Supreme, John? Because I'm getting this fucking no, Squadron. I'm Supreme. not getting the Squadron are you serious? Supreme. No. Look at him. Do you see him back here, Hyperion? Uh, I, I see him back there, and I thought the book was good, but man, I got to draw the line. I even sold my um, uh, Nighthawk that came out a few years ago. Because oh of, yeah, okay. I didn't. Did I didn't know that. I mean, def- he was a defender, though. The defender era Nighthawk. Yeah, I can't. I can't buy the Justice League again. I'm starting to buy McFarlane DC figures. I can't buy the, like, oh, the same character from two lines. And McFarlane's is hit as hit and miss as you think. Yeah, they're done, Avengers villains. I gotta they, get them. They're awesome. I, yeah, McFarlane DC right now. I can say they. It's perfect McFarlane because he did maybe the best Neil Adams era Batman I've ever seen or bought. And then he did a Tim Drake Robin that's taller than him. So it's like, it's so... He had a really big growth spurt in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the Tim Drake Robin looks good. And then you put it next to Batman and like, you don't even care who goes with him. You just, yeah. I can't make Todd McFarlane care. I also can't justify giving him any money ever. You know what I mean? Any more than I maybe indirectly have over the years. You know what I mean? Because they certainly have contributed to his financial well-being well you know what you know i always quote todd mcfarland mcdonald's for the eyes yeah exactly it <laughs> is every bad. now and then you're like oh i really want this and then you then you feel bad about it but he, yeah. did, he did an absolute gorgeous it's called nightfall batman so it's supposed to be an apparel but it's that apparel yeah. neil adams era he's he knows how to do articulation it only took him 30 years to figure out how to make a how to yeah, make an well, he figured out, he had to figure out every way it couldn't work first. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very and complex then the, art. But then the Neil Adams Robin, the 90s Robin, is like, he's like towering over Batman. Jesus. It looks like he took Bane's serum. He does. He's on Venom. So, uh, yeah. And then, and then there's a 12-inch Bane that you can't find for under $100 because McFarlane. Yeah. Jesus. So. Yeah, I'd rather just not even deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, this so it's all preamble to uh to the announcement they made this week. So um because we, we if you think about the Marvel universe, you think about the large characters from the Marvel universe, you immediately go Galactus, Sentinel, and then the third one is Giant Man. So they all but admitted in the video, hey, we tried to give you a version of a D-list character you didn't want. We threw in figures. 
that you did want, but you didn't want to pay for the car. We're not going to do any of that. Like even Jesse Falcon was like, we, we, so we sat down and thought, what would people buy? (laughs) (laughs) They, they couldn't have been more upfront about it. I mean, it's, it's, it, I like just being upfront and be like, look, we tried something you guys Mm. didn't like. Here's something we think you will like, you know, it's like, I don't mind that they tried the car. It's just, you can't try to sell it for $300. It's never going to happen. They got to right. figure it out. I don't know. Go back to talk to an engineer. Somebody's going to figure out how to bring the price of that thing. Turn down. off you the know? lights. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's something there that isn't worth what people are willing to spend on the fucking car. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe put a fucking Punisher logo on it. You know what I mean? You might, it might be a better idea. I don't know. Well, Punisher um, logos are dicey these days. That's true. They had to put horns on the Punisher logo just to keep it. Away Is that from what you races. think they think why they're doing that? Yeah, no, that's exactly why they're doing it. Because like Did they say that? They come out and say we're doing this because like the, the logo's being logo's being appropriated. Yeah, pretty much. I mean they okay. said it in a very Disney corporate way, but yeah. Yeah, they're I mean that logo it's it's not a good logo that they're going with, but but it's basically like cops that want to murder people are using the Punisher's logo. Yeah, I saw it on a fucking garbage truck the other day. <laughs> I was like, what is a garbage man doing? Well, I'm gonna take out the <laughs> trash. Okay, buddy. <laughs> you know, have at it. Have as much of it as you like. Maybe you just got fed up with all the 90s Punisher comics. You know where these belong? These belong in the trash. Every day. What a guy. Chromium covers right in the trash. Jesus. Yeah, so how so how are you feeling about Giant Man? Oh, I already paid. I'm set the money. I'm in 100%. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'll say the, uh, the price point was it is like 200 bucks. Yeah, it's a, it's actually $100 less than the Sentinel, about $150 less than Galactus. It's the cheapest. <laughs> it's $100 less than the, than the car. It's the cheapest yeah. HasLab they've done. Yeah, and I think um, it's what's nice about it is like uh, he's had like it i don't like the heads already no like the swappable face the swappable face i think is a great idea but the angry face looks ridiculous the smiley face looks like creepy <laughs> the scroll thing's cool the like, scroll face is cool yeah um but like and do then, an unmasked version and then maybe with marvel like, zombies well did he walk right. around unmasked as a giant man a lot no, but I'm saying they do all these characters, uh, maybe not for Giant Man, but like well, anytime they do a six inch figure with like a helmet at this point, an alter, an alternate unmasked version of the character, like an alternate head is like a given at this point. Yeah, Marvel Legends got so into switching switching heads that yeah, there was like one Captain America where he had two heads and one was kind They're of They're identical. Yeah. I don't even know what the issue is. It's the Alex Ross one. I don't even know yeah. what the fuck. I've looked very closely several times. That one didn't even have a Steve Rogers head, did it? No, it just, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, you you should always have at least like a two sets of hands and two two heads. That should just be a fucking given at this point. And shame on them if they don't. I feel like that, uh, I feel like that sets up my workload of the last year. You should always have two sets of hands oh, and yeah, two yeah, heads. Yeah. I mean, that would make my job a fucking lot easier, too, I'll tell you. (laughs) That's why people want to be Dr. Octopus. That's right. It would be a helpful profession. Yes, it would. would. So was this, um, but now you're the Avengers super fan out of the two of us. So for me, I'm still on the fence. I pulled out the Toy Biz Giant Man, which 
um, at the time was really, really, really hard to get. But yes. it's funny they mentioned um, they mentioned how old this figure was. I was like, I'm getting to the age with action figures where I'm like, but you did a giant man. You just did a giant man, and he was done in 2007. Yeah, which, which is the year my son, who is a junior in high school, was born. John, I was a junior in college. Yes. I was a junior in college when McFarland started a company. That's, Jesus. That's how, that's where I was. But, and it is a great sculpt. It was the kind of sculpts they were doing back then, but he's a 12 inch figure. And the, yeah. the other problem, he was a builder figure. You needed 10 figures to complete him. And yeah, that's crazy. That whole set was a Walmart exclusive. Yeah. So you had to buy 10 Walmart figures. I got mine from the local toy store, which was less of a Mr. Wayne's and more of like a, a Korean distribution company that had a lot of, that had a lot of travel luggage. And they also had figures because the same, they have the same contacts. Yeah. A lot of stuff falls off trucks, you know? Oh yeah. It was the kind of thing you could barely walk down the aisle. (laughs) And like, there was just, they were, they were just, DC Direct piled on top of Star Wars, piled on top of Marvels, but that's how I got mine. And I still have them because I figured, all right, we probably won't get to him. Now, they made it a Black Goliath at one point in the 12-inch scale. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, it was back um, when... Yeah, it, it was back when Marvel was trying to do three and three-quarter. Was It's so funny how it's come around, Hasbro's come around full circle because they, they inherited the six-inch line from Toy Biz and... Not only did they then raise Star Wars up to six inches while keeping the three and three quarters, but for a while they brought Marvel down to three and three quarters. And so they did a Galactus in that line, which used to be my my Galactus. They did a Sentinel in that line, and they did a Goliath and a Frost Giant in that line. Yeah. And I think all that stuff's kind of like prototypes. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you're a Frost Giant's coming. You know what I mean? It's like they're going to remake this kind of stuff. It's like, and then I think the other thing we're definitely going to see is uh, um, Giant Man and the other versions. You know what I mean? Different costumes. It's like he'll probably come with a helmet because the Giant Man will have a helmet. You well, know, that's the my, or whatever. Yeah, well, that, that's my question for you. How do you feel about this version of Giant Man? Because, you know, Hank Pym's been big in a lot of different ways. Like, are you glad it's this Silver Age version? Yeah, this would be the one I'd want the most. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, then you risk getting like the '90s version and shit like this. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd rather get the classic because I mean they could have done always... a they could have done a Paul Rudd Giant Man in this. Yeah, they yeah, could very easily made him an MCU MCU stuff. You know that I have no interest in that kind of shit. And I think it also could have been like a more modern costume. It could have been the yellow and the blue, the Goliath costume that they did in the group. Uh, package that they released yeah yeah so, they did a san diego exclusive that had um hank pym in every scale in a different costume yeah and that's i had a cool these, idea yeah the standard six inch was the goliath so i had that and then they did like a three and three quarter that was hank pym by himself and then a you know a minifigure that was ant-man so they've done them in a, in a bunch of different versions and i think i think when they went into this they were probably thinking hey that ant-man 3 is going to be a huge movie Let's tie it in with that, man. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, and, possibly. And now I it's the it, movie that broke Marvel. I think it was going to be the 60th anniversary, and I think it yeah. was this or a Quinjet. 
And I think a Quinjet, they probably were like, well, we tried a vehicle and it didn't work. So let's yeah. just do a figure, which we know works. You know what I mean? It's like, I think they're going to table a Quinjet. Maybe they'll, I doubt that we're, I mean, the there year's was, almost over. There was talk about doing a build a Quinjet back in the toy biz days. I think we'll probably see a Blackbird first. It's I think given, we will too. Well, yeah, we have, Black- we do have a new Blackbird because the X-Men 97 line, which is four inches. Um, based on the you know the revival of the cartoon on Disney Plus, they just put out a Blackbird. Oh, they put so, out a new Blackbird. Yeah, there's a new Blackbird out in it now, and it's funny because Disney just pushed the series back to next year, so I'm sure Hasbro is really happy about that. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're furious. Those things are going to sit on a <laughs> shelf somewhere for a year. Mm. Um, so Until yeah, I think after like Christmas, that'll come. But the, I think Giant Man makes sense. I think it's cool that they did the classic costume uh, with the antlers. Why does he have antlers? They're little antennas for because uh, he's still like uh, to, can talk to ants and shit. <laughs> he's fifty feet tall and he needs to talk to ants. Yeah, well, sometimes he's got to you know have little helpers. Because it's not like he, he, it's not like he was still Ant Man when he became Giant Man. It's not like I think he kind of switched between the two. But I never saw him small in a Giant Man costume. No, I think when they they just put the helmet on him, like the Ant Man helmet. Yeah. The Ant-Man helmet is cool. That's the thing I like the most. I think that's a great helmet. That's the biggest complaint about the Ant-Man figure they did that came out for this anniversary is it would have been so easy for them to just put a helmet out so and uh, you could have an unmasked Tank Pym holding a helmet. You know what I mean? That would have been really cool. That's the kind of stuff where it's like, why? Come on. You know, just sit in a room and just fucking think about this stuff, guys. Come on. (laughs) I just made, uh, to that end, I just made an Indiana Jones that can hold a hat. Oh, see, this is what I'm kind of talking about. Why hasn't so look, Indiana Jones? Yeah, there was an Indiana. There was an Indiana Jones without a hat that came like with the um, tuxedo, yeah. and then there was an extra hat that came with short round because you could put short yeah, round. See? So, so you can't put it on, right? But you don't need to. No, That's, but but you got a head with a hat on for that. Yeah, you could have him holding a hat. Although right. him is like, once you have a blonde head, you're kind of done. Well, yeah, the, the head doesn't matter. It's a, what I would need is the helmet. You know what I mean? It's like you need a hollowed out helmet. Yeah. they did, The uh, Toy Biz one actually had a removable helmet. I had that one for years and years and years. And which mm-hmm. came in the Giant Man set. Oh, see? Well, there you go. <laughs> Again, re- incredibly hard to get. And they did just do a Target exclusive Ant-Man that looks great. Um, Club Ant-Man. I believe oh, yeah. that isn't yeah. that this one that we're talking about? Yeah, he should have come with the helmet. I'm saying the head is perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's such a weird '60s looking head. Yeah, it's where perfect. it's like he's got like a Captain America helmet, but he has a microphone in front of him. Yeah, and that's it... for talking to ants. You know? Well, you remember in the movie when the the original Marvel Legends came out of the movie, his mouth was uncovered, and I think that was the original design. And yeah, they might have changed it. And at some point, they were like, "Why would he leave his mouth uncovered?" Yeah, and he shouldn't. You know what I mean? He just has a broadcast booth on his head. Basically, <laughs> it's, he's podcasting. He's yeah, podcasting. He he's got his little antennas. Yeah, <laughs> he's such he's a got good, his little such pouches. On his I will belt. say that was the one thing the movies really did right was he's a goofy character. Yeah. I think it's it's like he's like the Adam and like the kind of like the goofy like sciencey fiction characters of the sixties. You know, there was a lot of like yeah. Captain Marvel's kind of in this group of like the spaceman from the other world with the ray gun. You know, it's like 
I love that kind of shit, but they're very like 60s era characters that need to change and evolve, which is why they gave the Marvel Captain Marvel like the Shazam Captain Marvel gimmick. Right. You know, change them up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so as you said, you're happy with this. You're getting it. Uh, um, other than other heads, is this what you wanted? Because you said it would be either be this or a Quinjet. Had they said no giant man, but a Quinjet, would you have been happier or less? Yeah, happy? It depends on how much the Quinjet would have been. You know what I mean? I, I, if the Quinjet's $800, it's not, I'm yeah. going to be pissed. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much Galactus was. I don't remember. I'd have to look at it, but well, the I think about, the, the thing about the Quinjet for me is I feel like, um, I feel like the Quinjet, they just kind of flew somewhere and then got out of the Quinjet. It's like, they didn't have like air fights with the Quinjet. Or they didn't like, yeah, they I think like it's just because it's or... like iconic. Like, yeah. I, I think this is kind of like the bigger discussion about this shit in the first place is like, what are we doing? <laughs> and I think a lot of it is like, it's great to see the teams put together. It's like, I like getting the different versions of them and costumes and filling out the rosters and stuff. I think the Quinjet is just because it looks awesome. Like they did a hero click of it and it yeah. just sits on my shelf and it's just like a plane in flight. And it's like, it's cool. I just don't know. I don't know. It would be awesome if it was enormous and fuck it. I could put Avengers in it. Right. Cause how many times do they show a picture of like, it's a group shot of the team sitting in a cockpit and it's the plane's not that big. It's a troop transport. They, it's not like they're going to put guys in the back of it. You know what I mean? It's there like is it's no just, back of it. It's got like just a bubble and then that's, wings. That's what I'm saying. It's like you need a room for seven guys or six guys and a pilot, you know? It's a and lot you don't like, have to really land it. It's going to crash anyway. It's not like it's going to land. You know what? It, it, remind, it reminds me of like Night Owl's ship. Remember there's that uh, Yeah. There's that page towards the end of one issue where there's like a toy company pitching Watchmen figures and they have Night Owl's Owl playset open. And I think I was too young to read Watchmen because I was like, why can't we buy that? Yeah. <laughs> where is it where can i get the night owl yeah. they eventually did the figures but they never did the night owl ship i feel like the quinjet's that where it's just like all in the front yeah but i think a lot of it too is like we're the generation that had play sets when we were kids and this yeah. is all the stuff we, i never dreamed they would make of. and i think it's like uh yeah i just it's like i never would have thought we would have had this many different versions of characters and all these comic accurate costumes for the most part you know, I think it's just, uh, and then the fact that we're like, okay, guys, we can't just put out a giant man, but if a bunch of you nerds want to get together and commit to purchasing giant man, we'll put him out for X amount of dollars and everything. And I think that's, what's cool about this kind of stuff is like, it's almost kind of like, why isn't everything like this? You know what I mean? It's like, I understand it's complicated and everything, but it's like, how, why are we producing as many cars as we are <laughs> instead of just saying how many people want to buy this type of car you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like it's more well, complicated what you're saying is why don't we crowdfund and pre-order every single thing not who, everything but who I wants think, like, milk big ticket items you know what <laughs> i mean i'm not come on be reasonable <laughs> i'm talking about big ticket items here <laughs> i'm gonna crowdfund some milk yeah, I'm gonna go crowdfund my groceries yeah yeah <laughs> really that's really get a gum up society don't you think <laughs> Hey, you know, you know what? You are, you are uh, an absolute recipient of several crowdfunding efforts. So I don't think you one have... at least one. At, well, yeah, at, I'm at not least dogging I'm... on crowdfunding and I'm tangentially saying... connected to other crowdfunds. Yeah, yeah, we all are. <laughs> what I'm just saying is, I'm not dogging on crowdfunding. I am yeah. saying that this would be a better way to do a lot of things. Yeah, and and what I like about it is that you get all the bells and whistles. They never, when you crowdfund something, they never go, oh, well, we cut this for cost. 
You know, like when Todd McFarlane, you hate to bring it back to him, but uh, he did the Kickstarter. He doesn't. He he did the Kickstarter spawn. Um, and like I, I caved in and got that. And I was looking at it the other day because now he's he's done a bunch of spawns since. Like after the Kickstarter spawn, he realized there was a market and he's been pumping out spawns. There's a Batman yeah. spawn two pack. He out. just needs to find his uh, whatever is going to make him the most money. And he will pursue that until there's no more money to be yep. found. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I look, but I was looking at the Kickstarter spawn. It's actually the nicest one he ever did because there was, because they had the money up front, there was no like, oh, we had to cheap out. We couldn't use this paint. We had to drop this accessory. Like you get, so it's kind of like they knew exactly what the best spawn they could build for the budget because they had and they the knew exactly who was going to buy it. So, I mean, there is there is strength in crowdfunding, and I, I probably will get the giant man. I like that it's only two hundred dollars. They did a beautiful job. Yeah, um, I think that's the thing that I was most impressed with was just how good that looks. And this is a real figure that they're holding. I mean, it's like you know, what I mean, yeah. it's not like a mock up or anything. Right. And it just kind of shows you like, okay, they're very confident at this point with the, the structural like integrity of this kind of stuff, because we were saying earlier with joints breaking on some of the smaller figures. Well, they did have, they did have problems originally with the Sentinels with their knees. Like they had, you had to, like, oh, yeah, they- some of them, mine was fine, but a lot of people had to like open them and tighten the screws because they were like too loose and couldn't support the weight. You're right. This is the third time they've done this. And it's the smallest one. This one is only two feet. Yeah. Which, and it doesn't have to be too big. You know what I mean? It's like No, I don't want you know, I don't want Giant Man to be as tall as Galactus. That doesn't feel right. No, I agree. He should be smaller. I just think it's uh it's a matter of scale, right? It's like he's yeah. gotta be big enough to look like he is a giant to the rest of the figures. He is a giant man. Correct. But he can't be so big that especially when you establish Galactus, that's kind of gonna be your ceiling, you know? Yes. Yeah, because there are people that are like, I want the Celestials. And I'm like, I don't think there's enough people that want Celestials to put in a Haslab. Because you know no, what? They I put mean, Celestials in a movie, and it was the movie no one wants to see. Yeah, I mean, you could probably do a Celestial at the scale of Galactus, but you couldn't do it bigger than that. Yeah, but also just how many people care about that character. You could you could do Ultimo in an Iron Man line, but... Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I would want to buy Ultimo, and I buy every armor they put out. Yeah, there was a giant Ultron in like a Fantastic Four annual, and it was like Crystal and Quicksilver's wedding or oh, something. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about yes, yes. And wasn't he wearing like a red shirt or something? Yes. It was something really weird. It was. I can't remember what it was, and I thought, oh, that's what we're gonna get with the giant man is we're gonna get an alternate Ultron head, um, because it's gonna be that Ultron from that annual. But I don't mm. know the. Um, I can't think of the annual. This is whoever's listening is like, are you nerds? Don't know shit. You know what I mean? It's some like Fantastic Four. We knew Ultron wore a red shirt. Seven Crystal and Quicksilver's wedding, a wedding, a marriage that didn't even last. I think we deserve points. I found it. It was a Fantastic Four issue. It was Fantastic Four one fifty? Like it wasn't even Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultron seven. Seven. Yeah, he's like the Enterprise. They just keep giving him numbers. He they just keep, gets better and better. They keep upping, uh, yeah, upgrading him. Uh, and yeah, and you have you do have your Marvel Legends Ultron. So you great now, and that's a, that's a question I want to ask you because I have definitely like strong armed you into getting Marvel Legends over the years. Yeah, and you have focused very much on your A list. 
I know you have a pretty robust Avengers collection. Is there anybody that you're missing? I know I, we've had many conversations where I'm like, well, you have to get the fantastic four. Now you have to get Spider-Man. You have to get the, Hulk. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, there are glaring holes. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So but, we've expanded well beyond the Marvel, just Avengers at this point. So who else is there? Oh, I mean, Besides this isn't everything. There's, I'm at the point of like, there's a bin now. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, <laughs> they can't all go out, and they shouldn't. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's you ridiculous. have to rotate. I think it's uh, for me, it's uh, most of the Avengers that I think or care about, the A-list villains in their classic forms, and the A-list Marvel in their classic like Bronze Age. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a Spider-Man. You know what I mean? It's like, I was I'm right waiting. about to ask you. You know yeah, what I have? I'm, lots and lots and lots of Spider-Mans. Yeah, <laughs> but so, just, well, they keep good improving at waiting for yeah. whatever them to re-release the next thing. So it's like I'm in no rush for any of this stuff, and I have mm. no need to go back and hunt for stuff. Like I don't have time for any of this. So it's like I just wait for them to announce the newest because it's going to be the best version of it, and then I'll just get that. You know? Yeah. I well, it's not like they're going to stop making Spider-Man. Exactly, and that's why it's like even like somebody like a brown suit Wolverine you can get still. But he's yeah. too dark. Like I like it more when it's red. It's like they're gonna do him again. I'll just wait for a two. I was just in, in fact, it's funny because I was just rotating my um my Marvel setup, and I had my X Men shelf was '90s X Men, which meant I had like all of the '90s X Men, Cable, Magneto, and Apocalypse, and that's all that could fit. So I was looking at it. I was looking at my shelf again, and I realized that I have like. Uh, the John Byrne Fantastic Four on top, and I have like a classic Spider Man, and then uh, my Avengers has been like uh, 80s, so like George Perez, John Basema. Uh, and then I realized, well, if everything's the 80s, I'm gonna put the you know, the John Byrne X Men up, and then I had so then I had enough space that I could put the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants there, like I could fit Blob on the shelf because there's yeah. not Bishop and Gambit and and Jubilee and Psylocke, uh, but. I had a really hard time figuring out the Wolverine. I was like, well, he's got to be brown. Like, I'm not going, yeah. I'm not going that early that it's that Banshee needs to be there. I'm like, you know, it's got to be like, like, uh, maybe like almost Mohawk Storm, brown Wolverine, Kitty Pride is there. But I couldn't decide which brown. I had so many. See, I didn't even know they made more than one. I guess I just thought it was it's the just one they re- like every time they re-release them, they change it a little. So there was a retro card Wolverine that had like the more red. And I just kept putting the dark brown and taking them down. And the more red and taking them down. And then I would put the Logan head on them. And then I put the mask head on them. And then I put the Starlight mask like, head it's on like and then too the series many options. Yeah, you know it's I mean? decision paralysis. This is why it's like you get all of them because you can afford and have storage for all of them. And I think for me, part of the control of this is like limiting it to like, Hey, how many versions of Wolverine do I need? I need one version of Wolverine. Or you might say, well, you need him in different costumes, but like you can't get all. So which ones are the big two or three? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Like I said, I do the thing where a couple of years later, I'm like, why did I buy this? I, I was actually grateful. They just did the, uh, the Fang costume. Um, oh yeah, the when he the Imperial feels it Guard, off, like, the yes. Imperial Guard guy, he just mugs a guy and takes his clothes. Yeah, but the funny thing about it was that they didn't put a Logan head in there; they just did the guy, and it was Fang. And yeah. I was, and uh, people were like, "How come he doesn't have a Logan head?" I'm like, "Because you have twenty Logan heads." Yeah, because everyone has one. They don't need to make. As a new soon one. as I got him, I put a Logan head on him. I'm like, "That that one looks right." 
Yep. And then it's it like, doesn't matter which one. Any one of them would be great. Yeah, and it's a costume he wore for three issues. Yeah. And I think Iron Man's a great example of this is it's like you can't you could get every Iron Man armor. If you're a big Iron Man fan, I'm sure people do that. Um, I think it's like for me, it's like what are the iconic eras, right? So it's like, you know, you gotta get the original, you get the classic hip yeah, disc. I just got and then I just like, got the Mark One. One from the Oh Avengers yeah, that because that was part of the anniversary too, yeah. right? So I skipped that one because oh, it's nice. gray. But yeah. they're gonna redo it in gold, probably before this year's up. Maybe in a box set with probably with a skirt on it, right? So it's like I'll just get that one, you know, what because I mean? that's I the wait. Avengers one, exactly. Yeah, and then it's like I already got the you know the Mark II essentially or whatever you want to call it, or the Mark III. It's just like you. It's all about picking like which version. The Extremis armor, you know, is cool, but it's like I didn't really care for it. It looks great, but it's like there's other modern armors I like better. Yeah, see, I, just, I, I don't have room for 50 Iron Man armors. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a bin of Iron Man armors. And my problem is figuring out which one to display because my favorite my favorite armor is the Silver Centurion. But it's like, eh, it's so era specific. But yeah. then if I put it, so then if I put the classic red and gold up, like the Alex Ross one is really nice. But I, then I'm like, well, then I can't put War, War Machine there because that doesn't make any sense. Because right, when I was a yeah. kid, Rhodey wore that armor. So then that's where you have to, and it's a great problem to have now is that we have to decide what era it's like, I was just saying, it was like, yeah, it's, it's time for nineties X-Men to come down. So eighties X-Men can go up. Yeah. It's a beautiful problem to have. It's a, but it's like, this is literally like first world problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But this is kind of like the stuff where it's like, this is scratching like a specific itch where it's like, I could have only dreamed of doing this stuff. And then it's, the hunt isn't so much going and getting the figure, right? It used to be right. back it in the day, like yeah. hunting comics was you had to go to a specific store and fill in back issues and let's go. All right, we, we've exhausted this geographic area of the yeah. earth we can reach. Let's go over here. Now the internet takes that away. So it's more about like, um, right. you know, we can't get it all. So we know that it's coming. So now it's just a matter of like, when are they going to make X character that yeah. fix fits into x lineup from x decade. and then how much is it going to be and when does it come out so i right and where am i going to pre-order it from exactly. it's funny i i just had this uh conversation i was just talking to joe franz I'm, I'm planning a trip to new york so we're figuring out what day and uh and joe who will never come on the show but <laughs> as part of his he, charm <laughs> as long-time listeners know he's like the toy collector that i can't i can't even get near so yeah, when I, and I get together delighted to see this guy's house. Oh yeah. When we, when we get together, we just, we just go looking for toys. And I mentioned to shop, I was like, Hey, Sunday, I, you know, we were going to go to dinner and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll be, I'll be ready early. So in the afternoon we can go to this store, this store. He's like, that's closed. That's gone. That moved, you know, it's yeah. part of getting old, but it's also part of the, it's just it's, kind what of, part of like capitalism. You know what I mean? It's like the Amazon just kind of, kind of eat everybody. This is like, yeah. people be all the time. Like, Oh, you want to ever want to open another comic book store? Yeah. Be delighted to. It's just like, I just don't know if it's a good idea. You know, I don't know that you can make it anymore. Yeah. It's so, like, I, uh, I look at, I look at the way Mike is doing it at Mr. Wayne's and it's like, he has, he basically has a vintage toy shop. You know, when yeah. you go there in there, it's most, it's a lot of like, People Old sold stuff. me this and then they got this and then he has orders in, but he never knows when the orders are coming in and he never knows if he's going to get something or he doesn't get something like there are times I pre-order something and he's like, they never sent me that. Yeah. You know, so he's not, he's not even playing that game. He's not even relying on 
uh, on, uh, you know, competing with the major retailers. He's just competing right. with eBay sellers and other, you know, guys that work conventions. And then he's also got to do that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he does. Be on yeah, eBay and all this. It's like, it's a lot of work. I think people, it's like, those guys do a lot of work. So yeah, and you, and you know better than most. Well, yeah, I, I know. All, yeah, it's it's rough. I Mike's been doing it a lot longer than me at this point, and it's uh, I think it's just like I give credit to anybody that can do it long term and can stick with it because it's really difficult to do. Um, yeah. And I think it's it's, but it's nice to it's like Mike's exactly the kind of guy you want doing something like that. It's like he's got such a passion for the stuff. It's like yep. uh, that's exactly like I think this is the kind of stuff where it's like. There's a market for it. It's just, um, it's it it's kind of comes with like the territory. It's like he people have the ability to open up stores that are basically just toy stores focused on just nerd shit. The problem with that is that because that's what the market is, they're making everything now. You know, everything yeah. gets a toy. You know, it's like I look in the because you know you follow all the shit on Instagram now. And Hasbro posts all the Star Wars and they show, I'm like, I can't believe all the different Star Wars figures they're still making. All the right. different versions of Indiana Jones they keep making. Yeah, and, and with Indiana Jones, if it's saying this, it's like, this is the one time they open up that window because the new movie came out and the new movie didn't do that well. And Indiana Jones is is not that much of a toy attic property. So they open when they when they make a new movie, they put out a bunch of stuff for six months and then they close yep. that window and they don't make it anymore. But the amount of stuff that I got in two months, like from May until Dial of Destiny open, is more than I had in the 80s. That's you know? insane. Yeah, because you're right, because everything's being made. And it and it is like I'm right now I'm holding a Nightwing I got in 2008. And he's a great figure and he didn't break and he looks phenomenal. And when I got him which was 15 years ago. I said, this is the only Nightwing I'll, I'll, I will need. Yeah. And yeah, it's the only Nightwing I'll need, but McFarland's made two of them. One of them is really good. Mafex has a beautiful one that's based on Jim Lee. There's like, it's not the fact that I don't have one. It's the fact yeah. that are the ones out there better than the one I do have. And that's, yeah, I that's well, I think scary. that's what's cool about the Marvel Legends is, is the ideas like, just waiting for the next they're going to update something so it's like there's a better version always coming right so it's right. like you know we, i i don't have a yellow jacket that's my big avengers hole right now it was photon and yellow jacket were my two big asks they came out with photon they have yellow jacket but he's from 20 years ago and he looks like he's garbage. not right no i, I still great. have that one just because it's the only one they made and he looks terrible right and so this is the character i want the most now he's the one that's moved up to the highest priority because he's the my biggest glaring hole my, you know, Orwell, you know, yeah, my well, that's the thing. My prediction is when Giant Man comes out, and right now, uh, they it's been I think four days since they've announced this, it's almost at uh, ha it's almost at the halfway point. Yeah, I'm this looking is gonna at, get funded for sure, it's gonna get funded very, very soon. It's at four thousand yeah, before the end of the month, yeah, right now, at, at this recording, it's four thousand two hundred and twenty four, and they need 10. Which is actually less because Galactus needed fourteen thousand to get made, and he was a hundred dollars more. So I right. kind of like that. They were like, "All that we really have to do is make a body, and you know, we yeah. don't have to make it as big as we did, so we can charge less for it." I don't, I don't know that there's been any Haslab that's been this cheap. They, you know, they've done 
Transformer has labs that were huge. They've done. Um, I was kind of hoping they do an Indiana Jones has lab, but I don't think the line's going to last that long. Because I, I still would th- think it'd be great if they if they sold an Indiana Jones truck for like. Oh 300. yeah, that would be cool. Some kind of vehicle or something for yeah. Indiana Jones. Like, and I think like, the you know, tr- the truck is the most iconic that you could do the most. Yeah, or maybe that plane that cuts that shirtless. Oh yeah, guy be- up or whatever. That'd be cool. The the Nazi guy, like yeah. that would have been cool. Um, because it's a really small plane too. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that big a plane. Wingspan though, that's the only problem. Mm, yeah, he had a big wig spit, but it had just had a bubble for the pilot and a bubble. Yeah, it was cool. Bubble for Marion to get trapped in. And I think that's the thing. So like play sets were big, and this is like um yeah. We drive around in the, at the one of the jobs is a private ambulance company, and so we drive around uh, basically all over like the Chicagoland area, and some of the stores we stop at are like toy stores when we see them. And a lot of them have like these old play sets from when I was a kid. And it, I'm sure the same thing happens that you see all these kinds of stuff. Cause your generation kind of started this. And I yeah. think that's kind of like the next thing I want to see. Like I knew giant man was coming once they do Galactus. It's like, that's the hardest giant thing to do is Galactus. Cause he's got lights and he has different heads and the gauntlets and the skirt and the helmet and everything. It's complex. Giant man's just a guy. He's just, he's an old character with just paint drawn on a body. You know what I mean? Right. That's all it is. Although I will say so, they, they did a really good job. When you look at the close-ups, they sculpted in all the fabric. So there's all yes, there's threads through that I whole like. costume, it's, which it's is really detail. nice. Yeah. yeah. And you need more of a detail. That's why the Galactus doesn't look like he does just out of the comics. He's got all this texture and stuff on him. So it's not so plain looking. Yeah. But so I think the next thing I want to see is like, okay, you know, you did the sky cycle, which was cool. Um, you know, they're doing these like medium sized vehicles. I saw that GI Joe is doing like the bubble flying things. That, like, oh, uh, yeah. Guys. Mine Those is being phenomenal. Yeah. Are you getting them? I, I'm getting it. Yeah. How, I, how many are you getting? I won. I okay, ordered one. It comes yeah. with. Well, it also, it comes with a Televiper, which was a guy I like. And I always okay. say this about G.I. Joe. With Cl- Classified, I think, is doing as good a job as Marvel Legends or yes. Indiana Jones or Star Wars. Uh, when they started, it was weird because they t- were trying to modernize everything. And then they just gave up and they were like, here's the 80s design. And I think and, that's what people want. Just do yeah, what the classic the 80s is. design, six inches. Yeah. The la- um, I did not order the last HasLab, G.I. Joe uh reissued the dragonfly the uh the helicopter with wild bill but yeah. the year before it's right about to ship they made the the his tank the cobra tank in the six inch scale and it had everything that i hoped the old one would have like the back opens up and you can put troops inside it and it has did like ex- it? extra missiles yeah i got it did uh, you i did i ordered it on haslab it hasn't shipped yet but i was like i have a very specific window for gi joe so when i would when I was 10 is when real American hero came back. So when the Marvel comics started, when they created Cobra and my friend, uh, my friend got him first and he's like, Hey, these are like star Wars, but they're more poseable. And then we were playing with them in the backyard and I was like, Oh, these are kind of cool. And then the second year they came out with like Destro and major blood and uh, wrote and uh, gung ho. And the characters got weirder. And then I really started to get into it. And I started reading the Marvel comic. Then by the third year, it was like Zartan and Storm Shadow and Duke and Roadblock and Shipwreck. And it was just crazy enough that I just loved it. And then by like 80, 85, 86, I started to get old and it got crazier every year. Yeah. So I started to phase out the last guy I ever bought was Serpentor. And I and there was a feeling when I bought them, I'm like, I shouldn't be buying this. <laughs> it was yeah, like I remember I was I was in high school at that point, but anything in that window. 
that 80, anything be, from like 83 to 85, pretty much anything that Giaggio classified has made, I have gone crazy. And the his tank was part of that. And the trouble bubble. Does <laughs> that what they call them? The trouble bubble? It's bubbles? called the trouble bubble. Yeah. And I had one of those when I was a kid. And it comes with a televiper who was a different figure, but it was also a figure I had. It was like the communications expert. And I buy like, I pretty much buy all the Cobras from that era. I buy almost no G.I. Joe's. Yeah, you just want a bunch of bad guys. They're and what's cool about that is they'd look good if you put a Red Skull in front of all of them. You know what I mean? They oh, all yeah. look like Nazis anyway. Well, um, I remember when, when to go back, when Marvel went down to three and three quarter, my first thought was, oh my God, I could put Captain America leading G.I. Joe into battle. Like he can stand yeah. on a tank. Yep, and, and it would look awesome. So yeah. the thing I want, they've shown they can do the vehicles and they could do giants and stuff. I think the next, like, uh, you got to take it to the next level, right? And I think the next level is like play sets. Is like, let's see them do like Marvel Legends scale play sets. Do the Avengers meeting table. Do the X-Men war room. You know what I mean? It's like, do yeah. a Daily Bugle office. It's like... I these, I've always wanted a Baxter building. A Baxter building lab. Like a it's crazy like, lab, yeah. Yes, it's like they should do like good-sized play sets. It's like you keep seeing all these guys on Instagram are printing these 3D models themselves 3D, and painting them. 3D printing has changed the landscape. Yes. I spent way too much money, and I had to stop because I filled a closet with, with sets from the Enterprise D. So yeah. I like I'm building an entire next generation in scale with the old figures, but but literally there was a guy made the hallway for three hundred dollars. Yeah, and I bought. And that's it. what I'm saying. It's like if you have the money for it, and it's it's like this is what I'm saying. It's like uh, people who collected toys when they were young. This is exactly what we want. This is where. I want my disposable income to go. I want to buy action figures. I want to buy comic books. You know what I mean? And, you know, and we are starting to see it because I'm seeing um, Mattel has been doing it for a while because Mattel was like reissued like the ultimate Castle Grayskull about 10 years ago. But yeah. now Super 7 is doing like the entire Thundercats uh, base and it's like four feet tall and it's $700. And they'll sell it. You know what it, I mean? It will it's sell. Like, it, that was not a show saying, I ever like, watched, so I don't want it, but I'm right. glad somebody wants I just, it. I just think it's like we are in an era where it's like there's going to be a small window for this. The people that care about this kind of stuff, the next generation doesn't care about figures like we do. Yeah, so. yeah. Gen X and high millennials, as I, as I call you. Like, yeah. That's that's the generation that grew up in um, – and. Uh, Secret Galaxy talks about this a lot. Just the absolute boom of the 80s. If you were around for the 80s, when they just made up figure lines in like an afternoon, they were like, ah, they're all, they all have mirrors in their faces. Get it out there. Like any idea they had immediately had 12 figures in a playset. Yeah. I remember I just watched on Instagram or some YouTube, maybe somebody had a cartoon from McDonald's from the 80s. And it was like the Happy Meal toys were like made up McDonald's transformers going yep. to earth yep. and it was like the animation was ridiculous you're like what did it cost to produce this fucking commercial it's yep. basically like a whole mythology for a fucking action figure that spits fries out it's madness but there was, the a, was there like. was a window where we did that and then i think your era it, it had been more perfected so like because the 80s they stopped was, making shit up. They girl, just yeah, would be like, was grab a something that is a fan base and make that yeah. as a toy. Yeah, because you grew up when, uh, that's the age difference between Gen X millennials, was in the 90s when 
when you grew up, it was Batman the Animated Series. It was X-Men. It was Spider-Man. Uh, it was Batman. Uh, it was all they you had really solid action figure lines, and they were still made yes. for kids, and they were still made for about five dollars each. Yep. Uh, but they they looked like the property did. And I at that point I was like 18. And I and I was like, oh my god, they somebody made Two-Face. Yeah. And that's what made me an adult collector. Yeah. You know, be, because they were making all these characters that I would have killed for in the 80s. But you had superpowers and you had secret wars and they both failed. So you didn't have that deep bench. And I think so anyone that was like a kid in the 80s or the 90s, we're the ones that are still buying. And it's action. so crazy because the first figures I had were somebody else's old superpower toys. Like we oh, had cool. the superpowers. So I remember when they started coming out with like they are well, they we had them at some point, the 89 Batman figures and then the cartoon yeah. figures. It was like, it really was kind of like they just as as I was aging up, all the properties that were coming out, the figures were right behind them. The Spider-Man cartoon came out. It was like, Spider-Man's amazing. Yep. It's the greatest thing ever. And then there was a Spider-Man action figures on every shelf, every store you went to. It was like a perfect marriage. We absolutely were marks. Yeah. I, these I, fucking companies. And like I said, know? I was a college student and I lost my shit because any, every, there were always Spider-Man toys, but you, you, they may be made Green Goblin. They may be made Dr. Octopus. Like, yeah. because of that animated series, which was only there to sell more toys, like, they made the Shocker. They made the Rhino. Yeah. I was like, like, I. D list. D list. And, and I remember I, thinking, like, they had the Prowler and stuff like this. Yep. I remember, like, I remember thinking, like, well, they'll never make the Sandman. You know, they'll never make, the you know, um, vermin and things like this. And they made a they, vermin. I'm still waiting for a Marvel Legends vermin. Right, but that's what I'm saying is we'll get them all eventually. I'm on my second version of the Black Knight. Do you know? You know what I mean? I never would have thought we'd actually. It's the third. If you want to swap out heads and try to make a Masters of Evil kind of, you know what I mean? It's like that's what I did with the one you broke. I glued his leg back. Yeah, you glued his head back on, and he's now he stands in the background. Then I took his cape off and I made a Lalandria out of his silver sable. Yeah, and I so it's like it's just kind of like. yeah, we live in an embarrassment of riches time. It's it's just yeah. like uh, so. Who, as you said, so yellow jacket, yellow jacket, uh, I, yellow jacket and I, a wasp. Do you have a wasp? Because they did wasp not too long. No, ago. the wasp is the same thing. I keep skipping because they they haven't been happy with any of them made yet. And I think mm-hmm. they need to make either the classic wasp from like the yellow jacket wedding. Like I think that's a two pack we're gonna get before the year's up. I think I th- um, uh, I think if we don't get it before the year's up, we're going to get it right before this giant man comes out because it has lab always takes a year to produce. Oh, okay. So it'll so be I, launched I, around the same time. Yeah. Because when Galactus came out, not only do we get all those figures in the package, but we also got like Terex in the fallen one out of nowhere. Yeah, I bought that. Yeah. Cause I wanted yeah, Terex. And Fire Lord was a single release. So just so they could have all the heralds out. Yeah. So, so I, I think, I think like we're going to get other, yeah, we're going to get other wasps and we're going to get yellow jacket. Yeah, I think like a big glaring hole is like the classic wasp. You know, you gave us classic mm-hmm. giant man, so like the obvious choice would be she's the only other missing classic Avenger because all they have to do is paint the other Iron Man gold and he's good to go. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a five pack right yeah. there. The wasp is your new figure, repainted versions of all the other, you know, beginning Avengers. You know, and you're, you're good. There you go, right there. I still can't believe they haven't done a George Perez beast yet. 
I know that is actually like, uh, I think that's so specific. I think it's like, I don't know that we'll get that. We will eventually. I think it's going to be a long time. Yeah, but you know, they made a jackal figure. I mean, I know. He was leaning for use that body because Jim, it wasn't until Jim Lee that he got massive. That's what I'm saying. It's like they have everything they need. All they have to do is a head sculpt. But these guys at Hasbro, they like miss the forest for the trees. You know what I mean? It's like they get so wrapped up in stuff. It's like they don't see what's right in front of them. Well, they're putting out so much stuff too. Right. But they're so good at reusing stuff. You think as soon as they produce a body, they should just be flipping through the handbook of the Marvel Universe thinking, who else could this be? Because that's what I do. I don't flip through the actual fucking book. But like, that's what I think when they produce something new. I say, what else could this be? And but it's not my job to do that. It's their job to do that. So right, and that, get that, on it and be better at your job. And I'm fine with that because that's the key to their longevity. Because you can't do that with Star Wars, right? And, and you can't really do it with GI Joe. Well, what you can do with GI Joe and Star Wars and Indiana Jones—that's helpful for Marvel and the cross pollination of these properties. What's very helpful is coming up with the things you can do. So what does G.I. Joe have that would help Marvel out? Well, I would get yeah. very specific with it with gear, guns, weapons, handheld things, mm. hands. It's like tools, whatever equipment the G.I. Joe guys use, vests, things that you could make for a G.I. Joe that could potentially be used for a cable or a Deadpool or right. mercenaries or they these did a, types of characters I remember down the Toy Biz did a great job of that in the very early days of Marvel Legends because the other line they were making was Lord of the Rings. And I remember very clearly that as those lines went on, the Lord of the Rings figures got more and more articulation and the Marvel Legends figures got better and better capes and weapons. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's the kind of stuff what I really like about these lines is that they're all at the same scale. They're basically compatible in the sense where it's like you could put them next to each other and they look good. Um, but then the cross pollination of like, okay, we figured out how to do jackets, you know, and now they're going to come over to Marvel because they started doing military stuff with the GI Joe guys. So, um, I, it's like, they're not a bad company. It's a really smart company. It's just like, they're just, you're, you're, we're going to find imperfections anywhere you look, you know? So it's like, well, you know, it always comes down to decisions and they're always going to make a decision that you weren't going to make. And then you're like, then it frustrates you because you're like, oh, the obvious decision is the one I made in my head. It's mine. mine. Yeah. I'm always right. Yeah, oh, that's you know, convenient like, to me. You, you know what? I went to see the Smashing Pumpkins this weekend. Uh, that'll be my greatest thing in the world. Uh, a band from Chicago. And I drove to Indianapolis to see them. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I drove the three hours to see them. They couldn't drive the three hours up to play their hometown. Yeah. Makes Same no sense to me. There's probably a reason. I yeah, don't... there is a higher level that, yeah, it's above. Yeah, it's pretty. It could come down to like, hey, no places available that weekend. I mean, honestly, it really might just be know. that simple. Well, Stephen, can we follow you online? You can. I'm not doing much online these days, but mm-hmm. I can be found on Instagram at the Brave Butter Pecan, and I can be uncovered uh, under years of, well, months of YouTube buried history <laughs> under the same username. Um, but yeah, I'm available occasionally, I guess. Yeah, and I am at not in my book on Instagram where I occasionally post pictures of toys. Um, I am on threads is not in my book, but I have never posted on it because they, yeah, what is is that like a just a new Facebook made their own Twitter that's not as toxic as Twitter? Okay, so, I mean, um, good for them. So there needs to be that, yeah, it's not Twitter and, anymore either. And, and honestly, you basically you open threads and they go, Do you want to use your Facebook and your Instagram? And you go, Yeah, and then you're like, Here's your 800 friends. 
so it's it's real easy but they don't have a desktop experience so it's like i have to go to my phone and like i'm old enough and my eyes are bad enough that of like if you can't put it on a big screen for me i'm not gonna really want to do yeah, it yeah you're not gonna spend time on a phone yeah but you can do that but you can also go to facebook and facebook.com slash caffeinated comics and that's where we post all the news is 50 geek you can see a lot of pictures on giant man right now on the caffeinated yes. comics facebook page and a he direct link to order your own because as we said we're confident that this will happen but this ends in october and if you don't order it you're gonna be on ebay and paying yeah, hundreds think, and hundreds of dollars more. Yeah, he'll definitely be more. They always are more expensive. So if you can and you have the desire, I would recommend it. He looks great. Yes, but either way, we will talk to you next week.